welcome to the TNT Wrestling Podcast. Where we talk all things wrestling from WWE. Now return to save the WWE. NXT, New Japan Pro, and Ring of Honor. And he wants that television title. We don't know if he's allowed to do it. Now here's your host, Tracy, a.k.a. Smiley. What's up, guys? We're back! Oh, Lord, my voice. (laughs) What's up? What's up? What's up? We are the TNT Podcast. We are back with another episode, second episode of 2019. Oh, Lord. It is 2019, and I'm feeling like a whole new me. Feeling like Tama Tonga. (laughs) I'm feeling like the same old me, and that's as good as it's ever been. Ever been. That's always good. Now, guys... It is 2019, so you know what that, well, actually, you don't know what that means, but oh my gosh, the wrestling world, the wrestling community as a whole, I think, has lost its dear, lauded mind. Yesterday, yesterday afternoon to be Pacific, 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 yeah, there we go, said it right. If you were not online last night, well, sorry, the afternoon slash evening, early evening. If you were not on Twitter or at least on Twitch or on YouTube, then you missed the biggest announcements yesterday. Oh, my gosh, guys. AEW is a thing and it is coming for WWE's neck. How do, how do I know? Because your girl was down there. Live and in color. <laughs> Recording live. You were in the building, and I'm so well, outside the building, and I'm so happy you were there. It was insane. There were so many people. Like, when I got down there by at least 3 o'clock, it, you know, the line was, you know, short. I was like, okay, short, you know. Hopefully you get to at least maybe 100, 200 people. Skirt. No. By the time 4.30 hits, that line is all the way like I'm already in the parking lot so like you know how you go to football games you gotta stand by like the door like the, the gate so like they can change yeah so I'm like you know a little bit from the gate like I can, I can see the doorway to the gate thing so that's where I was so I was like smack like that but it's like there's a front there's some people and then there's me there that's where I was by at least 4 30 that line was all the way backed up through the parking lot in the back, and they were making a little circle. It was long. Crazy. And Crazy. the thing was, where the Jacksonville Jaguars stadium is, is literally right across from where they were having SmackDown at. So you see people, they're coming in Young Buck shirts, they're coming in Becky Lynch's shirts. Like, they're coming in old school Daniel Bryan shirts. It was a lot of people. It was a lot of people. Now, we had a lot of announcements made yesterday. Oh, boy. And I think it broke, almost broke Twitter. So let's talk about them one by one. So the number one, um, the first announcement they did was they announced um, Double or Nothing pay-per-view has been confirmed for May 25th. 2019 at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las 
Vegas, Nevada. That is huge for them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Around, reminds me of Halloween Havoc and WCW days. Now, here's the thing. Do you think they could sell it out, sell it out like they did all in, too? I mean, all in. Um, they might. I mean, they might have to configure the building a little bit, but I think, matter of fact, keep talking. Let me let me see how. how I was just about to ask, so you you do that. Yeah. So I am, the, I am the official stat guy for for TNT. Stat guy, stat guy, do your stats. So I'm kind of hoping that they can at least sell, not at least sell out the place, but at least sell at least ten thousand seats. That if they can do that at all in, they can do that in Vegas. Like there's a lot of wrestling fans in Vegas, including. One wrestler in particular that I'm very cool with and I'm hoping kind of gets booked for this show. It, I don't even care if it has to be like a quick match or just like a small match, local match. I don't care. Chris Bay. Look, look, Bucks, Cody, Brandy, whoever works for AEW. If y'all listen to this, I'm going to need you to go book him. Go book Chris Bay. Go book Chris Bay. He is a legend in Vegas. He was also trained by the one, the only Scorpio Sky of SCU. And if you don't book him, you need to look. look, look. Just go ask Scorpio. Go ask Scorpio. Go Scorpio head. The MGM Grand Garden Arena holds 17,157. They can do that. 17,000 seats. They can do that easily. If they can, if they sold out 10,000 seats, they can do 17,000. They sell that bitch out. Mm, I think you're underestimating how much 7,000 people are. I know you're comparing it to, I know you're comparing it to All In. They did a great job selling out All In and they actually sold it out pretty fast. But you got to understand, like, this is still a new upstart promotion. I know we're all excited. I know I'm not going to reveal who the, the, the biggest acquisition. I'm going to leave that for later. I know you have that on the tip of your tongue. But, <laughs> um, you know, 17,000 is a, is a pretty big number. They may have to configure a smidge, but it is possible. I agree. I, I think it's very possible that they can do this. Like, I know it's just starting up. It's brand new. It's fresh. But I, you know, I, I totally have faith in them that they can do it. This is their dream. Okay. And to your point, to your point, Smy, uh, about the possibility of them selling out 17157. Great job on AEW's part and the decision makers over there by not rushing the first event. You pushing it back till May gives time to sell tickets, which is obviously a smart move. And people to, you know, to actually save up money because Vegas is expensive. Yes. From what I was looking at, the you know, I found, I actually found a very cheap hotel. I'm not gonna lie, Circus Circus is actually really, really cheap for that. Okay, as God is my witness, as God is my witness, if you decide to go to Vegas, you must. I, I'm going. I'm I'm going to Vegas. Are you considering going to Vegas? No, after look at those. After I looked at those part, uh, plane tickets, no way. There's no way in hell. Oh, okay. It's that memor- is my, that is my birthday month. I was thinking about it's it. Memorial Day weekend and. I looked at those prices, those plane tickets. I was like, yeah, there's no way in hell I can actually afford that. I would love to go, but I cannot. Like, just to get down there was 200. I know you got things on your mind. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, next announcement. Now, in the docket. So, next announcement they did is they're doing StarCast again, and it's happening likely the same weekend as Double or Nothing. So, they're doing another StarCast. So, that'll be fun from what I saw at All In. Starcast is really fun. So lucky for them, Starcast is happening again. Right. So and after that, they actually announced AEW's second show, and it will take place in Jacksonville, Florida. And I'm going. I'm going. Don't know how, but I'm going. And a large portion 
of this of of the show will go to, uh, go towards benefiting benefit god damn it benefiting victims of gun violence that's amazing oh, okay that's what's up. that's, that's what's up. definitely love cody for that one then next on the list we have they have not you know announced a television deal just yet but there are offers that are out there for that that's so a, there's a rumor a that there is a rumor that tnt is actually going to get them so if that's gonna happen, that's 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 amazing. From what I'm hearing, it might be TNT, and it's for like eight figures. So that's a lot of freaking money. But I'll take it with a grain of salt until they actually announce it. So next on the list, there will be a special on AEW that will air on HBO Vice. And since we're talking about HBO Vice, they were actually there during, you know, the show, and then after people doing the meet and greets, and they picked out, you know, people from the line long line of people trying to get autographs to be on this episode and uh there's a certain someone who actually got to be on the episode oh who are you talking about you're talking about the host of this lovely lovely podcast your girl Let's smiley go. will be on hbo vice talking oh, about aew goodness. and oh, wwe Oh my goodness. It is on. I am so excited. And trust me, I dropped names. I couldn't, you know, do the podcast. I wish I could have. I could have just been like, oh yeah, by the way, go scratch. Yeah, no, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I want to look ghetto, y'all. I ain't want to look too ghetto. I was just hoping that you would say my name, but if you didn't, I understand. Yeah, they were just, you know, asking me questions about WWE and AEW. I don't think I can bring up my podcast. It would have been amazing. Shout out, shout out to my co-host, Sean, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Sean, I couldn't do it. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll be on HBO Vice. I have no idea when it's actually going to air, but I know it will be airing soon. I'm so excited. Hopefully, I don't look like an idiot. I really don't look like an idiot. Because <laughs> trust me, I was so nervous. I was so nervous. Uh, I, either I'm a, like a really big huge idiot or I'm actually look like one I know what the hell I'm talking about <laughs> cause boy was I nervous and afterwards I was like damn I should have said this this that and this this that uh. <laughs> damn it but yeah that's happening so next uh, announcement we have Cody Rhodes and Matt and Nick are the executive vice presidents and then there'd be a backstage producer. And who is this backstage producer? Are you guys, do you know who the backstage producer is, Sean? Because I do. I know I who the. I not know it. I'm dying to know. Hmm. I'll give you a hint. He's an ass man. Mm-mm. Oh my goodness. Billy Guns. He's an ass man. <laughs> nice. Or, or should I say Kip James? <laughs> yes. Billy Gunn, aka Kip James, is the backstage producer. Brandy Rose is the chief brand officer and the business is being bankrolled by Tony Khan. He is the AEW president. Trust me, he has billions of dollars and whose father is the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars and Fulham FC. I don't know what that means, but yeah, he's also the head of that. So here are the people that have been announced as who are part of AEW's roster. The big name, the big name that got the most pyro. Oh, yeah, by the way, guys, they got pyro. They got pyro for days. It's about time somebody had pyro. You know something, Vince McMahon, you cheapskate. How about (laughs) bringing back custom Titan Chons and pyro, you cheap bastards? A big name that's been introduced that as soon as I heard his song, I marked out. 
I mean, everyone did mark up, but I did. I started singing along. It's the one, the only Chris Jericho. Oh my goodness! Like, I'm, I'm just so. Let me start by saying this. Number one, that's awesome. I mean, obviously, a blind man can see that that's awesome. But number two, and probably more importantly than that, the fact that at 48 years old, this man continues, continues to be one of the most highly sought after, relevant. And, and capable stars in the industry. It just blows my mind. I mean, we're talking about damn near 30 years of excellence. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yep. And it's, and pretty much after he announced that he's going to be in AEW, WWE did the two following things. They moved him to the alumni section of WWE and took him off of the beginning of the, I guess, Raw video or whatever video uh, video package they had. For the beginning of SmackDown and Raw, they took him off of it. He's gone. That's what's up. That's so a lot of people I mean, are like, you know, WWE salty. I'm like, well, technically, he hasn't had a contract with them since hell. I think it's been like a year now or two years that he hadn't had a contract with with WWE. He when, just, when, did he, when did he lose the? He came back. He came back um, in a surprise to as part of a U.S. title match. Yeah. But I think that I think that's the last time. Yeah. Twenty seventeen, I think. Yep. Last time, yep. Yeah, that's the last time. And yeah, I think about a good two years now. Almost two years. So yeah. Can I talk to the people about how what what it means that to WWE or what it mean what it says about WWE that Chris Jericho signed with AEW? Yeah, go ahead. Alright, so so first first and foremost, real petty and real corny on WWE's part to immediately after Jericho's announcement move his profile from roster to to alumni very corny very corny um almost within minutes he was changed very corny WWE get a life that's number one number two it really proves that WWE is is I'm not going to say on a downslide they have far too much money and far too much resources to to ever be on the brink of extinction but it's just another example when somebody like Chris Jericho decides to turn down, I'm sure, a multi-million dollar offer for WWE to go to AEW for even if he's making millions of dollars with AEW, I'm sure it's not as much as Vince could offer. It just proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that WWE's outdated and corny product, okay, even mm-hmm. after they said there's going to be changes, I guess the only change was that the McMahons are going to be on every show because I haven't seen any other changes besides that. Okay? Uh, maybe Seth Rollins stepping up his game a little bit. Okay, I'll give him credit for that. But other than that, not much. Chris Jericho going to AEW just says, you know what? I want to do something fresh. I want to do something new. I want to do something that's relevant. I want to do something that makes the fans happy. And I want to do something that continues to honor my legacy as Chris Jericho. I want to continue to build a legacy that is undeniable. I want to continue moving up, Smy, that ladder of greatest of all time. I don't want to be considered top 20 anymore, okay? I don't want to just be the guy that beat Stone Cold and The Rock on the same night, even though he very comedically talks about that every chance he gets, okay? I want to be the guy that continues to climb and eventually inches my way into the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. I'm better than John Cena. I'm just as good 
as The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. I should be mentioned in the same breath as Hogan and Flair and Andre the Giant. That's what Chris Jericho's doing. Truth. And he did say at the rally yesterday, he's actually not in this for the money. He's like, I'm not in this for the money. I have money. Right, That's he's so in there to change. He's it. like he's here to change the wrestling world as we know it. So there's That's that. So go down the list. Uh, we also have Joey Janela and Penelope Ford, MJF, SCU. That's what's up. And Sima, yeah, Sima, uh, T Hawk, L. Liederman, and. Taka, I'm gonna freak them. I'm gonna fuck this up. Takahiro Yamamura. They're from China's OWE and a surprise name that came out that a lot of people were like, why? Britt Baker will be coming to AEW. Now, a lot of people are like, why did she? Why did she go to AEW? Why didn't she go to WWE with her boyfriend? Well, right, right, right. She doesn't have to. Drew doesn't have to. And plus, technically, in storyline, her boyfriend is technically a ghost. If you guys don't know, um, her boyfriend was killed off in being elite. Oh. So technically to them, he's a ghost. And one surprise name. Sorry, one more name. Uh, oh, God. He has a big, long hair. Oh, God. What is your name? He. Oh, God. What is your name? Oh, I'm going to mess up your name. You're going to mess up my name. What is going on? Talk to me. I'm trying to find it. Uh, it's the Bucks. Cody, has, there we go, Hangman Page. Hangman Hang Hang is also in AEW. He went on a whole entire speech talking about some, um, when he came out saying, you know, I don't want anybody to speak for me. I don't want to be listening to anybody how to tell me how to play my music or how I should talk or how I should do this. And that pretty much, he took shots at WWE. And while he was out there, somebody's music hit. And boy, did the crowd go wild. Everybody started pushing, shoving, screaming. Grown men started crying. Yeah, but you're going to be mad at what I have to say about this. And then out came the one, the only, Pack. Okay. He's back, and he's an A&W. And yes, okay. he came out shirtless and pantsless. I'm, I guess when his contract is up, he couldn't wear pants or a shirt. Okay. Oh boy, what you got to say about it? I, I'm I'm not I'm not a big fan. I th- I think he's very talented. I don't I don't I don't like the fact that they pretty much announced without announcing the main event for Double or Nothing. Um, obviously changes can be made because they like I said they announced it without announcing it, so they could obviously kind of go back on that. I don't I don't think Pac is that guy, man. I think Pac is. AKA Neville for anybody who doesn't know who we're talking about. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think Pac is, is his notoriety comes from the fact that he had a contract dispute with WWE and anybody who has a contract dispute with WWE is going to be a household name for that moment. Um, he's not CM Punk. He's not Dolph Ziggler who has had contract issues in the past. He's, he's not, you know, any of these guys that like I, I look at and say, you know what, he's somebody you must have on your roster. When Pac came out, I was kind of like, okay, all right, there's your, let's say if they, I'm just spitballing here, AEW, whatever minor titles they want to come up with, if they come up with a U.S. title, if they come up with a with a TV title, okay, there's your AEW TV champion, no problem. But AE, the first inaugural 
AEW World Championship match, him being in it, I don't I don't see it. I mean, I'm excited. I love me some Neville. So I know I know you do. That's why I'm saying you wasn't gonna like what I had to say. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I, you know, I'm just gonna sit here and let you talk. I let you talk, and I'm just gonna be like, okay, that's your opinion. But I love mm-hmm. Pac regardless. Regardless, I you love think Pac is a, you think Pac is a main event guy? No. Okay, so what are we what are we disagreeing about? True. Okay. No, we actually are on the same page for once. I do love, <laughs> for once we're on the same page. I don't right, think Pac is a main event guy. You're arguing with me that even when I say the same thing as you, you think I'm against you. <laughs> I love Pac to death, but he's just. He's like someone you just put their match in the middle of the car. You don't put them at the main event. I love Pac, but no. I don't think he should be the main event of Double or Nothing. I think it should be somebody else, but, I mean, Hangman Page. He's going to, you know, be in the main event. That's all I care about. Hangman Page is going to be in the main event. That's what I care about. Hangman Page being the main event guy is definitely something I'm on board with. Yes. I'm a a, a huge fan of that guy. I love Hangman Page. I actually got to talk to him yesterday. I told him that uh, he needed his own. We we need him to have a a Funko Pop. And I actually actually told that to Cody and Brandy because I I need Brandy to have a Pop too because they came out with a Cody one. But not a, one for Brandy. And I told him, like, Brandy, we need you to have a pop. Uh, a pop. She's like, I know. And I told Cody, I was like, Cody, when can we have Hangman Page pop? He was like, oh, he already has a big ego. <laughs> oh, but that's, that's dope. That's dope. I love them both. So they're, that, they're, they're pretty much awesome, honestly. Yes, they are. So then after that, we will have uh, Brandy announce that the male and the female talent will be paid equally. Compared to WWE. Okay, that's what's up. That's uh, something I agree with totally. I'm cool with that. Um, in this era of Becky Lynch and Charlotte, I have no reason why. I, I just use them as the two most recognizable names in women's wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. Or, Tessa Bla- or Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard. Or, or, or Sue Young or whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, they should be paid on an equal paying scale. I'm totally on board. Totally on board with that. And then uh, Tony Khan claims that the hope is for all talent to gain full-time employment with the company, of course. Full-time. I don't understand that announcement. Maybe you can explain that to me. Um, he didn't really come out and say that. I guess it was maybe like put it on the computer. I mean, put it, I think he put out uh, um, something like in a note or something like that before the show went on because he didn't come out at all during all right, the rally. Favor, repeat what you just said. He said that the hope is for all talents to gain full-time employment with the company, as in they just work there, I guess, and don't go like anywhere else, like don't work okay. indies. You know, well, that insinuates, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm leaning on you for this one because mm-hmm. you were there, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, that insinuates that these deals are not exclusive. I mean, I guess I don't, he did not come, like I said, he did not come out, he didn't come out okay. at okay. all at the rally, right. he did not come out, he was backstage. Well, there's no stage. Well, it was stage outside, but he was behind the curtain the whole entire time. He did not come out and speak at all. Okay. So okay. it's probably on his Twitter. It's probably on the AEW Twitter. If you guys want to go look at it, but he didn't come out. Tony Connor. All, right. all, all I'm saying is that I hope that I hope I hope that that maybe doesn't is not what it sounds like because it sounds like that it might be a situation where somebody might get signed to a two pay per view or or or. Uh, whatever, like a, a deal that is not guaranteed. And I hope that all the new people, I hope the 
you know, inaugural rosties, uh, rosties, that's not even a word, the inaugural uh, signees of AEW are all guaranteed contracts. Well, I think they are. They're just probably working on that TV deal. And as soon as that TV deal is 100% done, their contracts are in the bag. Like, they're they're going to be full-time contracts, probably getting sick. Like, I know from what I'm hearing, everybody's getting at least six to eight figures. So, they're all okay. good. They're fine. Okay, you know, cool. They're back cool. by, but they're just working on that TV deal. And then once that TV deal is done, it's, 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 it's good. They're good. See, um, that's, why, that's why you're the best. You just explained it to me. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, there will be a working relationship with China's Oriental Wrestling Entertainment. And from what I'm hearing... Um, New Japan also now wants a working relationship with AEW, even though Ring of Honor and New Japan at first didn't. Now New Japan wants it because um, from the rumors are saying that Kenny actually turned down the $6 million deal that WWE was going to give them because I don't think they're going to give him creative control. And I think once he heard that, he said no. Mm, mm, okay, okay. And I I mean, I wouldn't, I would say no too. Like, I'm not gonna get creative control. Then what the hell I gotta be here for? Like I don't be speaking from a script. He don't need a script. He certainly doesn't. I like, agree. It's Kenny Omega. He don't need a damn script. And the only like they're saying like he, the only reason like he actually wanted to go was to have a match with AJ Styles. But AJ Styles is not you know even a hundred percent yet. He hasn't even signed a contract, a new contract yet. So. You know, just another example of how stupid WWE is. And by the way, hire me, WWE, but I think you're stupid. I know that's really counterproductive, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> maybe you should sign me so you can start making good decisions. Sign me and smile so you can help start making good decisions. Yeah. Why the hell, okay, would you give any restriction to Kenny Omega? For the love of God, I will never understand Mm. I mean, any restriction at all. I would say just come in and do whatever you want. I mean, that's that's it. So I mean, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No. Okay. <laughs> we were we were talking about Kenny Omega, right? Or did I yeah. mishear you? Yes. No. Okay. Not Kenny you, got, you got silent on me, and that makes me look stupid. Don't get silent on me. Sorry. No. Yes, we are talking about Kenny Omega. I don't know why hey. you would not give a hundred percent creative control to Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega doesn't need your scripts. Because once you give him a stupid script, he's probably going to look at it and be like, what, what is this garbage? What is this? Once you give him a script, he turns into Bobby Roode. <laughs> Poor Bobby. Poor Bobby. Actually, Bobby Roode actually said that he wants to surprise Kenny Omega in the Royal Rumble. And I'm just like, ah, no, we don't. A lot of people want Kenny to go to WWE. I'm like, Kenny doesn't need WWE. WWE needs Kenny. <laughs> Desperately. Desperately. That, let me let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. This is gonna be so crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But because it's gonna sound so ridiculous, it's gonna be like Sean, cut it out. But just humor me. Okay. Does WWE need Kenny Omega enough in this pretty down season of WWE enough to actually give him a piece of the company, even if it's one percent? Yep. Like Kenny, we'll bring you in. And we want you so bad, we'll give you whatever you want monetarily, and we'll give you a stake in the company. Yep. They need him bad. They need him bad. It's getting... Oh, yeah. Uh, it's getting... It's getting... Because they need him really bad, because a lot of people on Twitter don't even want Braun or Brock as champion. 
when it's getting that bad when you're like trying to push Braun Strowman, people Braun Strowman who people are supposed to love and chant get these hands every time they come out, they don't even want him as champion. That's a problem. That's a problem. It's it's a big problem. And I honestly don't know who's gonna win it the Royal Rumble. I think Brock is gonna retain. I really think Brock's gonna retain. And if the rumors are true, Mm-hmm. Then we're probably gonna get Seth versus Brock Lesnar, and Seth will finally become Universal Champion. And you know something? The way they're pushing Seth, and the, the I mean, Monday Night was a another kind of middle of the road show, but Seth made it not a bad show. Meaning, if it wasn't like Seth was extraordinary in the midst of an ordinary show, which made it better than what it was. Mm-hmm. So you give me that Seth Rollins against Brock Lesnar. I think we're talking about matches that were even better when they faced each other a couple years ago. Exactly. Like, like I love Seth, but this whole him and Bob situation, I want it to end. I need it to I want, end. I want it to end because Bobby Lashley sucked. Why is everybody afraid to just say the truth? Bobby Lashley has stunk in his return to WWE. It's been terrible in every way, shape, or form. The most entertaining thing about Bobby Lashley is Leo Rush. True. <laughs> oh my god, this R. Kelly thing is out of control. I'm sorry, totally unrelated. What? What are you watching? I'm watching uh, a YouTube video of R. Kelly. Uh, he's basically being prayed over, and everybody who knows me, everybody who knows me knows I am a very religious and spiritual person. I'm a Christian, but the the premise of this video is talking about how R. Kelly has always tried to portray himself in a um in a holistic way, but behind the scenes, you know what I'm trying to say? So it's just another, this R. Kelly thing is out of control and it's really unfortunate, but go ahead. Lord, praying over R. Kelly, disgusting. Anyways, oh, yes. um, mm-hmm. c- currently AEW will not be working with New Japan, but that may change following Ring of Honor's show with New Japan at uh, Madison Square Garden in April, the weekend of WrestleMania. Everyone knows mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, that, 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 you know, if Kenny comes over, that probably will all change. Because you know how much Kenny loves Japan. He loves Japan more than anything. Which is why I'm so surprised that he left. Or at least is taking a leave of absence. Like, that's, whoever got him, which, um, according to the rumor mill, is AEW, must have put a heck of a lot of money on the table. Yes, they probably did. I mean, they got it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I can't, you know what? And I got to commend you for this. I got to commend you for this, Smy, because you always bring me, you always reel me back in when I, when on the rare occurrences, I say rare because I think I'm pretty much on top of my game about 85% of the time. But on those 15% that I'm not, when I forgot that they have a billionaire backing them, I keep saying, I, I hope Cody Rhodes doesn't overpay. I hope the Bucks don't overpay. No, Sean, they have a billionaire, Mr. Khan, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I keep forgetting that. So, yes. You're right. They have plenty of money to spend. Yes, they have. They have money to spend. spend. Which is scary. Because the last time WWE went up against a competitor that had money to spend was WCW. See, TNA, they were good. They didn't have the money. Ring of Honor is good. They don't have the money. New Japan has a little bit of money, but not enough. AEW is going to have money to burn. I mean, with all the pyro, they sp- all the money they spent on pyro last night. <laughs> oh Let me God. tell you. Who, yo, 
you were there. Tell the people, man. It was crazy. It looked crazy online. It must have been even better in person. Pretty much everybody got pyro. Anyone who came out, everybody got pyro. Everybody. I mean, the biggest person who got pyro was Jericho. Like his shit looked like when he first came on to W. What was it? W, was it w, w, when he first it came, was, it was ninety nine Raw's War Jericho pyro. Yes, that's how. That's how good it was. That's how much pyro. Even when he was done speaking and all the pyro went off from the uh, stadium, it went on for so long. Because <laughs> I think it was over with, and once the whole thing was over, it was just pyro for like five ten minutes straight just like pyro 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 so much freaking pyro i didn't want it to end i'm like what am i what am i at disney that's how much pyro it was <laughs> so no, much pyro WWE has shortchanged us so much over the last couple of years it, it's just it's one of those things where it's like you know last night let me tell you let me tell you something about the AEW pep rally and you were there you were there you obviously were there firsthand i watched it online but i think i saw enough to know that my, to, to have an opinion that's valid here mm-hmm. we as wrestling fans and specifically you and i as wrestling journalists should not i repeat should not have been as excited as we were about the aew pep rally yeah that's how bad wwe has been we if WWE was on a level where it should be, last night would have been okay. Last night would have been somewhat exciting. But I'm through the roof about a press conference in a parking lot yep. because WWE has been so bad. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yes. It's crazy. <laughs> it was insane. Like I kind of feel bad for the people who were across the way. Who had to sit there and listen to all that pyro? Or probably inside, like, what the hell is that? That's the one thing we have never heard, uh, never <laughs> heard in so long since WrestleMania. What is that noise? Because literally, like, there's the stadium. You go across the parking lot. There's the stadium <laughs> where where uh, SmackDown is being taped. <laughs> very strategically That's- done. Very smartly done by AEW to have it on that day. With WWE right across the street, I love it. I I think it was brilliant, and I think it's just a, a listen. It reminds me you're you're a little younger than I am. It reminds me of of '95. Mm-hmm. It reminds me when um when Eric Bischoff took WCW to the Hard Rock Cafe in New York City, right across the street from Madison Square Garden. Everybody knows that New York City is WWE country. And he he brought WCW up. He brought up Hogan. He brought up Sting. He brought up Savage. He brought up Michael McMichaels, who was on commentary at the time. Mm-hmm. And he did a press conference and he said, I'm coming into WWE's backyard to start a war. And that's exactly what AEW did last night. Yeah. Like a lot of people were like, oh, they're just trying to stick it to WWE. I'm just like, no. No, not, I don't agree either. I agree. Yeah. I'm like, no, the, you know, where they're getting their money from, it's the home of the Jacksonville Jaguars in the stadium. It just so happened to be across the way. It was a happy accident. Yeah, very happy accident. But God, that pyro. Shit. It excited me, Smile. Is that weird to say it excited me? It excited me, too. There you go. (laughs) I just kept cheering. I was so excited. Um, And here are some headline quotes from the rally. Cody said that wins and losses will matter more than ever before. I don't know how that's going to be, but I guess so. Um, 
I think uh, who was this? Tony. Yeah, the I guess I guess he did come out for like a minute, but um, he said AEW talent will have favorable schedules, and I don't want to run down guys with too many dates or too much time on the road, which is huge. That's huge because you know how WWE is; they work literally three hundred and fifty something days out the year. Except Christmas and New Year's when they should have worked or should at least reschedule the show. But that's another story for another day. And they literally get like, what, maybe one or two days off, maybe like every two, three weeks. Mm. They get to go home for like maybe 24 hours or 48 hours. And then they get to leave again. Like, at least that's good. At least you don't burn people out to the point that there's injuries every week. Smile, when did you become so nice? Um... Me? Nice. From what I'm hearing, I've been a bitch for the past two weeks. I don't know about that. I'm just going to say that you're being extremely nice to WWE about their work schedule. Look, the bottom line is this. You work for the biggest wrestling company in the world for now. Haha. Slick smile. For now, you work for the number one wrestling organization in the country. If you want to work there, you have to put in crazy hours, including Christmas, including New Year's. I have no sympathy for the superstars of WWE. They all have vacation time. They all have off time. It is what it is. If you are making such and such amount of dollars to work 300 days a year, that's what you signed up for. If you don't want to do that, go somewhere else. Hmm. Mm, they should. But get what break. about their? What about their families? What about their time off? Oh, cry me a river. Hmm. Anyways, um, Cody you're also... Too, you're, you're, you're too nice lately. I don't know what's going on with you. I, I'm trying to be... Look, I've been so much of a bitch since 2019 started. I've been the biggest bitch. <laughs> I've been I've such never, a bitch. I've never called you that. I don't think you're one of those. Oh, no. I've, uh, I've you know, been called that by people whose name shall oh. not be said on this podcast because oh, he doesn't deserve goodness. it because he's an asshole and I hate him. Oh, hate is a strong word, my sister. Let's Sorry, I strongly, dis- I strongly dislike him right now. All right, let's move on. Cody also said fans won't be forced to cheer for anyone. Fans can be whatever fans they want to be. So if you want to cheer for the good good guy, you can do that. If you want to cheer for the bad guy, you can also do that too without having your audio either A, muted, or B, edited by Don. Super, super facts. By someone that <clears throat> Kevin Dunn. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Fucking Kevin Dunn. Um, and Matt Jackson also said that all talent, no matter what gender, what race, no, not that gender, gender, as in female, male, transgender, all that, no matter what gender, race, or religious views are welcome in AEW, all they need to be is to be elite. I like it. that's pretty much what happened yesterday those are pretty much the huge you know what happened it it was really fun it was a very very fun night um i definitely have to give it to them they literally stayed like the way they were they've been there all day and then to have like a line of fans like a lot of fans i could say maybe over 300 400 fans stand there for at least two, three hours, just signing all of these posters for literally like they they have been signing since I say six, six thirty. We didn't leave till about eight o'clock. 
Yeah, no, yeah, so. yeah. They didn't. We we didn't leave. Yeah, because the thing started at five, so they have been signing since about six. Yeah, cause we left right when SmackDown started, and there were still some people behind us. So I don't think they even left until at least nine, ten o'clock, and they had been there all day. So I have to definitely give it to them for staying there all night just to give us fans something to you know believe in A and W and to you know actually you know be behind it. And he gave you know free posters and everyone signed. I got Scorpios, uh, everyone from SCU. Um, mm-hmm. I got Nick, Matt, Cody, Brandon, and of course Heyman Pages. No, Kenny Omega did not show up, and no, I don't think Chris Jericho stayed because that would have been the longest live if Chris Jericho stayed and did um, autographs. That would have been the long ass line, and we would have never left. <laughs> we would we would not have been able to uh, leave on time because everyone probably would have wanted Chris Jericho's. Um, Autograph. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, very, very fun, very fun. All out. And you know what? I'm so proud. I'm so proud that you were there. Um, you know, you represented well. You know, what I'm trying to say, and I think good things happen to good people. That's why you're on HBO. I think it's super dope. I think that. Um, I think it's just the beginning for you. You know, what I'm trying to say, I, I, I'm yeah. really, I'm really happy that you were able to, and that's why I'm, I'm actually want this to be recorded on the show, to to let it be known how I feel about you. You know, as as a family member, as a sister, like you know, what I'm saying, like you really put a lot of work in. You know, what I'm trying to say, and I do too, but you really put a lot of work in. Everybody knows um, who listens that I have this show. I have my show, but you know, you put your heart and soul into this show, and you know, I think that's the reason why it's going to continue to be successful. And nights like last night are indi- indicative of uh, all your hard work because you were in the right place at the right time, and, and that's a beautiful thing. Thank you, man. Just I, I put my blood, sweat, and tears—a lot of tears—into <laughs> this podcast to yeah. get. It where it is like i'm not i'm not gonna lie if it was not for taylor helping me start this podcast even though she did leave and i still love her even though she left i still love her regardless so you know if it wasn't for you and her and one more person mm. (laughs) fine diligent there you go be nice if it wasn't for those three people I don't know where this podcast would be. I probably wouldn't even like. I probably, like literally when Taylor left, I was like, at the end of my wits, I had like nowhere to go. It was diligent left, and I was just like, all right, that's it. This podcast's done. I was just gonna give up, but then a lot of people was like, uh, no. Like if you love what you do, like don't give up. And I was just like, all right, all right, because I literally was just gonna give up. I was gonna delete everything and be done. I was like, at least I tried. At least it lasted a year. But right, it's gonna last. It's gonna last a lot longer than a year. Actually, our year anniversary of me starting this podcast is actually coming up <coughs> in about a couple weeks. That's what's up. That's I don't know up. what I'm going to do yet. Might do like a big, huge like Q&A episode or something like that. That's I know it's up. in like two, three weeks. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I had it for a year. Huh. <laughs> well, once again, just want to say congratulations. And, you know, thank you for bringing me on board. You know, what I'm trying to say I started off as a guest and now. I'm like your co-host now, so that's pretty dope. Yeah, it's exciting. So let's get the rumors out the way about last night. So there's a big, huge rumor. Not that rumor. We'll get to that rumor in a second. But let's talk about the other rumor that came out after 
AW is over. So the big rumor is the news about it. Take this with a grain of salt. I don't know if it's 100% yet, but this is what's going around Twitter. Uh, that they have a TV deal with TNT that is about to be finalized. And it's worth over eight figures, which means they can go spend a lot of money on a roster. And the show will either be on for an hour or 90 minutes and and expect it to be, anou- be announced at double or nothing. And that Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, which we already know, and Marty Skrull, when his contract is up, uh, I think by the summer, I think his contract is up. I think, yeah. His contract is up in a couple of months. He'll be also heading to AEW. And this is big news. This is big news. A lot of WWE wrestlers and a few big names and a lot of mid carders have reached out to AEW to jump ship. That's what's up. That's well, what's up. Well, you know, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. And also, mm-hmm. this is huge. AEW will be the first wrestling promotion to actually offer health insurance. That's huge. Wow, at WWE, if you did not know, they don't offer health insurance. You have to get that yourself, which is terrible. I'm like, really? Like you put these athletes through like a lot of hell, and you don't want to give them their own health insurance like you don't want to give them health insurance like the many times as they get injured that's bullshit so if AEW gives them health insurance that's huge that is huge I mean they got the money to blow they got a billionaire (laughs) they have a billionaire so let's talk about this who which wrestlers in WWE do you think have reached out to AEW to jump ship uh, the name I've been saying for the past month Bobby Roode I think definitely wants to go I think the revival should want to go, even though I think they're kind of embroidered in a storyline like a loser, a lovable loser storyline where they're going to eventually win the Raw Tag Team titles. But I don't think that should matter. I think they should go. Um, I think former, more former WWE guys, like I think Rob Van Dam is probably going to think about it. Maybe he'd reach out. That'd I think that'd be a pretty cool veteran acquisition. Um, from what I'm hearing, and my sources tell me he still has some little, a little, a little left in the tank. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure exactly. I'm not sure exactly what the next move is going to be, but I do know that you know a lot of WWE guys want to to make the jump because of being underutilized. You know, what I'm saying the like I said, guys who are still probably in NXT that probably shouldn't be at this point. Um, you know, Velveteen Dream might be thinking about. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I think Velveteen Dream probably wants to stay in WWE until Vince will actually call him up. Um, I think my I have a list of people. Revival. Mm-hmm. Ty Dillinger, probably Breezy. Ah, Tyler Breeze. Okay. If you know, if his tag partner Fandango comes back and they don't do anything with him, I think the both of them will go because we all love the Fashion Police. Trust us, we all love the Fashion Police. If you did not watch Tyler Breeze go back down to NXT and have a match with Ricochet, it was amazing, right, amazing. Was. And the fact they're still not doing anything with Tyler Breeze—that says something. That's bullshit. Um, if if you know Fandango comes back and they're not doing anything, him too. Um, I say Beverly already. Did I say Rude? I think I said Rude. No, I said Rude, and you agree with me. Yeah, Rude definitely needs a jump ship. Um, maybe the Ascension. Maybe if they, you know, actually really think about it. Um. If they they said big names, I'm gonna say a big name AJ Styles. Ooh. AJ Styles is getting you know he's getting older and he wants 
a lighter contract and WWE doesn't want to give it to him. They don't want to give him a lighter schedule. They want him to sign for like another two to four years. And I think he wants a lighter schedule so he can go be with his family more and then, you know, retire. I think he wants to jump ship and go be with his boys. And then once they get AJ, I'm going to say three more names. Finn Balor. If they don't let him win the World Rumble, Finn. And then also the two good brothers. So then the whole entire original Bullet Club can be back together again. And if New Japan gets involved with them and Tamatanga and all them, the new Bullet Club come on and they go to AEW. Oh, oh my God. Oh, God. I'm getting dream matches. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm getting excited for all these freaking dream matches I can have in my head. Oh, my God. It, it, it has the potential to be massive. It really does. It really does. It. Oh, my God. All these freaking matches. I'm just, oh, my God. Okay, stop. Get it out of my head. Okay. <laughs> and maybe I'm going to put this on a 50-50. I'm going to say this now. I'm going to say 50-50 Shinsuke. Now, Shinsuke, a lot of people say Shinsuke, you know, is not happy. And they're not doing anything with him. And plus, his, his contract is almost up. And he they, shouldn't be happy. He shouldn't be happy. I wouldn't be happy either. And so his contract is almost up. And a lot of people saying he's going to go back down to New Japan. Well, Shinsuke literally upped his family from Japan, moved them to America. You really think he's going to give all of this up? And plus, he's like hours away from any beach that he wants. Because if you did not know, Shinsuke loves to surf. He loves to surf. I don't think he wants to go back to the Japan beaches. I think he likes the beaches out here. He does. He he definitely enjoys the American lifestyle. And I think going back to New Japan would rob him of that. But at the same time, I think right now he probably wants to consider it or consider at least something different because he's being underutilized. He was in the WrestleMania main event. And now what is he doing? Nothing. He's in a, Nothing. he's in a, I didn't hurt your wife storyline with Rusev. It's crazy. So I, it's a 50, 50. I think if, you know, if the money's good and they can do something with him, he would easily, easily jump ship. Easily. He would. He would. I agree with you. As long as, I, I mean, and the fact that they're going to be in Jacksonville so he could still live in Florida and not have to move anywhere. So that'd be good on him. And plus it's a lighter schedule. So I mean, he rest more, he can surf more, he could be himself. That's good. Um, a lot of people said Kevin Stein, a.k.a. Kevin Owens. No. Unfortunately, Kevin has already signed another four-year contract. So he's with WWE for the next four years. So he's not going anywhere. He's staying, 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 stay. <laughs> uh, what so, o- you are so silly. Oh, my God. <clears throat> what other Raw tag teams are there? Um, The Ascension, B-Team. What am I missing? I have this one more. Oh, God. I forgot the raw tag teams. I can't think of them all. Okay, we got Bobby and What's-His-Face. Oh, sorry, Chad Gable. We got the B team. We got the Ascension. And we got the newcomers who I think are going to raw. Um, Stakes and Weights, my favorite team in the world, Heavy Machinery. And I think that's it. Is that all the, the raw teams? I think that's it. I think yeah. that's it. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say a name, and I know it's probably never going to happen, but if, 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 since they're barely being, well, they just had a match, but if, if the money's good, if the money's good, and, you know, they'll actually sit down and talk about it, 
I think the Usos and Naomi will jump ship to Ooh. AEW. Because, you know, they're, you know, you can't go anywhere without Naomi. They're a package. They're a package better, deal. You better not go nowhere without Naomi. She'll kick your ass. She would kick your ass. They're a package deal. So wherever Jimmy and Jay go, Naomi's hopping on board with them. So, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I like it. I like it a lot. Like to have the Samoan dynasty quit WWE and go to AEW? Ugh. Ah, they're part of the Samoan dynasty. Like, all of them have to be in WWE. All of them, except for Tomatonga. He's the only one of Roman Reigns' cousins that has not jumped to WWE. Because from what I'm hearing, he, WWE has asked him to be part of their roster at least three different times. And he has turned them down each and every time. He wants nothing to do with him. He has publicly talked shit about WWE. So, he wants nothing. Nothing at all to do with a company. So, to have the Usos go be with their cousin Tamatanga? If Tamatanga gets to be, you know, if New Japan have a, you know, working relationship with AEW, Tamatanga will come on board. And then Super he gets dope. the tag. And Super then he'll get, he'll get the tag team with his cousins. Oh, my God. And then we'll get the, <gasps> we'll get the Usos versus Young Bucks. Oh, my God in heaven. Because Young Bucks have always said they want to wrestle the Usos really badly. Really I, badly. Listen, if you listen to to piggyback off of the definite good point you just made, if you don't think there's been a phone call, maybe an off the record, you know, meet me at a local Applebee's conversation that has, hasn't already taken place, you're crazy. It, it's happened. Conversations have taken place. It's just a matter of whether or not a deal can get done. And it's also a matter of whether or not the Usos have their contract coming up. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know how long their contract is. So I have no idea. But is their contract? I'm gonna try and look that up now. I don't know if it's public knowledge. Though. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's not public knowledge. But with you know Roman Reigns, like he's fifty fifty right now. Is he? Because everyone, I, I don't know how long it takes for cancer, his cancer to you know be in remission again. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's very private about that. He hasn't. He said a word. He's been spotted, but he hasn't said a word about you know how he's doing, how his health is. And all that. So we don't know. We don't know how long Roman's going to be gone. He might be gone for the next two years. Maybe. Maybe. And the product is already shit. So if all these people leave, what is Vince going to do? No idea. No idea. But you know something? That is not my problem. (laughs) (laughs) So now we got the AEW talk out of the way. Let's talk about SmackDown last night. Now... I'm going to say this, and a lot of people probably are not going to be happy with this, but I don't give a fuck. Why the fuck did Becky win? Really? Like, I understand. Like, didn't we say no automatic? Uh, a lot of people, you know, they said no automatic, uh, you know, uh, uh, what what is it called? Um, automatic. Um, rematch clause. Rematch. But god damn it, she got her rematch anyway. She's like, no, she earned it. No, I don't want Becky versus Asuka. I don't what? want it. I love Becky. I love it. But god damn it, this push is getting annoying now. Like, her fangirls, some of her fangirls are the most annoying people on fucking Twitter. They're so annoying. Like, they could put like a whole list of people, but, like, who's the greatest wrestler in the world? If Becky's in it, they're like, Becky, Becky's better than everybody. I'm just like, okay, okay. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. A couple of questions, actually. Okay. What's the biggest wrestling organization in the world? Wait, what? Today. What's what? the biggest wrestling organization in the world today? WWE. 
Okay. Who's the biggest star in the WWE? A lot of people. <laughs> Who is the biggest star? Roman. Oh. No, sorry, Ronda. Jesus. Ronda. All right, now, now, now you're on the Ronda bandwagon. The answer is. I'm not on the Ronda bandwagon, but she's huge. She getting pushed in the. She got a title Becky after Lynch, not being Becky there. Becky Lynch is the most popular wrestler on the most popular brand in the world. So yes. how can you say that Becky Lynch is not worthy of the fandom that she's receiving? She is worthy, but just like her fandom is just very, very annoying people. Like, okay, I, she's been she, Becky's been put on the back burner for two. I years. know, I know. I'm not saying you know that she doesn't deserve everything she's getting. I'm just saying that some of her fans need to take it easy, take it easy. You act like she's God. Like That's Becky is a main. Don't you see what's gonna happen? Don't you see what's on the horizon? That Becky's gonna take the title from Moscow, even though Oscar deserves no, to actually have the title. No, no, no. Becky's gonna lose, and then Becky's gonna be a surprise entry in the Women's Royal Rumble, and then she's gonna win. And then I'm like, really? Again? We just had this match. Come on now. Oh my God! Are you sick? You're telling me you don't want Becky to win the Royal Rumble? By the way, I'm not. You know, I'm only 50-50 on this prediction because my original prediction has always been that Becky's gonna win the Women's Royal Rumble. We talked about that last week, but now that she's in, that's the reason why I didn't want her to win the match on SmackDown because. Her going on to face Asuka for the women's title, I don't know if she's going to be a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble, but now she would have to be a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble, keyword being surprise, because nobody's going to assume that anybody who's in the women's title matches are going to be in the Royal Rumble. I hope that's the case. But to answer what you just said, you don't want to see Ronda and, and Becky Lynch at WrestleMania? Oh yeah, I wasn't thinking about that. She said go back. I'm like, I'm like, please don't let her have another match if she wins and try to go for the smack. I wasn't thinking about Ronda. I, I was okay. thinking about something else. But yeah, okay, yeah, I do want that. I do want Becky okay. versus Ronda at WrestleMania. My okay. bad. But just like some of her fans, some of her fans, like, okay, I love Becky to death. I love her so much and everything she's getting. Like, I hope she gets to be a main event at WrestleMania, please. But some of her fans, I'm talking to y'all. Some of her fans, you know who you are. I'm talking to y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Be- I got you. Becky is top three. Okay, she's top three. Love her. She deserves everything. She's, she's literally to where she's gotten herself as of right now. She's amazing. But, but, God, damn! Like whenever I start talking about like indie wrestling, like when I'm like on going on tweets and I'm just like talking about indie wrestling and some shit, they be like, but Becky, but Becky, but Becky's the best. Becky's the best. I'm like, I'm not talking about WWE. I am talking about indie wrestling. Shut the fuck up. Okay. I understand that you love Becky, but goddamn, there's a difference. Okay. So whoever, whoever's talking to you like that should, should educate themselves. I agree. Like, I get it. But like, don't be coming and be like, but Becky, but Becky, but Becky, but Becky, Becky's the best. Becky's God, blah, blah, blah. Just like, "Mm -hmm." shut up, 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 shut up. <sighs> okay like everything okay. just huh and you know when she becomes raw champion she goes to raw we can have all the dream matches she wants and all that i'm excited for that just mm-hmm. just you're like at a, a hundred i made you like bring it down to like a f- 60 <sighs> no, i feel you though i feel you make a strong point bring it to like a I'm- 60 
You can be enthusiastic, but you have to be realistic as well. Exactly. Just like Jesus Christ. Like she, she is the, you know, best female, you know, athlete in WWE, but like there are other girls outside of WWE that also deserve, you know, deserve recognition. It's not always about freaking Becky Lynch. It's not always about Becky Lynch. Chill out. Because I'm going to one day cuss all y'all out. Y'all going to call me a bully. And I don't want that. Because <laughs> I already cussed out one person. She's like, oh my God, Smiley's a bully. Bitch. <laughs> you literally <laughs> flooded my mentions with Becky Lynch's name. Knowing that I was talking about indie wrestling. Like, I wanted to suck the shit out of you. But you're on the internet. So, <laughs> God. Shit. Fuck. Ugh. People are annoying. Take a deep breath, sis. Take a deep breath. <sighs> there you go. <laughs> Woosa. <sighs> okay. Okay. Okay, I'm good. You're good. You're good. So also that happened on um SmackDown last night. They brought back the Canadian Destroyer. Mm. Ray Mysterio did a Canadian Destroyer on Andrade Cien Almas and he barely sold it. I was like, Really? You're just gonna no sell that? Really? Terrible. I I saw that as well. That was that was not good. You're just gonna no sell that. Oh, oh okay. Oh okay. I guess WWE had to pull out all the stops. They're like, well, oh, we got it. We we gotta talk about AEW. They they, they got us. They got us. <laughs> pull out the Canadian Destroyer. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Right. Right. Can do it. He can do it. Put those Mexicans. Make the Mexicans do it. <laughs> you are in rare form tonight, sis. Rare form. <laughs> so. That was like the end. Plus, the Usos match was amazing. Mustafa got to team with his childhood hero, oh, Rey Mysterio. God, so don't I get started on Mustafa again. I love Mustafa. Y'all know I am. I I dropped a lot of names during this HBO thing. I dropped about two WWE superstars names like Mustafa. I dropped Naomi. Y'all see when it comes out. Y'all see what I'm talking about. But yeah, I, I dropped. And for names. those of you who don't know, WWE superstar. And former SmackDown Women's Champion Naomi does follow my co-host. Mustafa doesn't follow me yet. Not yet. Working on that. I'm working on it. But my Naomi does. Yes, she does. There you go. Came out of nowhere. She follows me, and I was just like, "Ah!" "Okay, scream right now." I can't scream because I love. (laughs) But no. Something I would have a crush on Naomi. I want to make this clear to the whole world. I would have a crush on Naomi, but I really, really like the Usos. So out of respect. For the Usos, I do not have a crush on Naomi. The Usos are two cool, cool dudes. Like I would never, like if I, I would shake their hand and be like, "Yo, you're the dopest, coolest dudes on WWE." So the fact that you have a gorgeous wife makes all the sense in the world to me. Yeah. Shout out to the Usos, man. <laughs> yes, love the Usos. Love the Usos. Yes, 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 yes. So let's talk about the big rumor that's been going around since yesterday. Oh, break boy. it down, break it down. So yesterday, the- so yesterday after the rally, people were going to SmackDown. People were, you know, people had tickets to SmackDown, but also wanted to come to AEW. So a lot of people, like people I had been talking to in line, were, um, you know, headed to. Well, it all started when two people who works at um, Pro Wrestling Tees got turned away from SmackDown because they still had on their AEW gear. Now, a lot of people said, oh, it's fake, it's fake, it never happened because of one of these dirt sheets, um, pro wrestling sheets, 
uh, said that, you know, it wasn't real and all that. They're saying, you know, they never had tickets. And I was like, no, because they're going to go buy tickets. They were heading to go buy tickets. And then when they were trying to get the tickets, security told them that they could not come in because they still had the AEW stuff on their jackets. And the uh, security told them to either take it off and change or don't come in at all. So there were other people that, you know, came from the rally and was going to SmackDown. They went, you know, to the door with their Bucks stuff on. There was a shirt that said, new shirt that came out that says, Matt and Nick in Jacksonville. I actually got that shirt, and that's amazing. Um, They, you know, a bunch of people with those shirts on, a bunch of people with AEW shirts on, went to the door. They actually videotaped. Like, if I can have them send it to me, I can't, because I think it was on, like, Snapchat or Instagram or something like that. And it's probably gone by now. Um, They put it on their Snapchat or uh, Instagram pretty much, they videotaped their security guard saying that they cannot come in with their AEW gear. They cannot come in. Pretty much. Such haters. Such haters. And then when Pro Wrestling Sheet started to, um, you know, dig into this, uh, WWE was like, oh, that never happened. That never happened. Anybody can come in. I don't know what they're talking about. They're lying. And then all of a sudden, every, anybody can come in, but they had to turn their shirts inside out or they gave them a free WWE shirt to put on over the shirt. Hmm. But somehow, some way, a shirt still made it onto live TV last night. It's because someone hit me. I was like, did you see that Matt and Nick shirt? I'm like, what Matt and Nick shirt? What are you talking about? They're like, yeah, there was a Matt and Nick shirt on the hard cam. I was like, damn. <laughs> I know Vince is some, somewhere livid that actually went Pissed. Pissed.com. Pissed.com. <laughs> so that was the, you know, the, the big shit that was going around. I'm here to let you know since I was there yesterday, I did see it happen. I saw it happen for myself. There are plenty of videos out there. If you want to, if you don't believe me, go on Twitter, go on Instagram. Go, I know, I know, no one knows Snapchat. So go on Twitter, go on Instagram, and just search for it yourself, and you will see it. Because I'm not finna sit here and like you know try to defend it. Because a lot of people are like you're lying, blah blah. blah you're just saying because you heard it. No, I saw it for myself. I saw it. I saw the security guards tell them they could not come in. But as soon as the news got out, that all of a sudden they changed their tune. Of course. So. Of course they did. I mean, you don't want to look like basically like cowards on the internet you know in front of the whole world so what are you gonna do you're gonna deny 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 exactly and instead just like really y'all really that upset to the point you're just gonna tell people that they can't come in like what no that's not cool it's really not okay like people paid to be there so they're hard-earned money they're hard-earned money they're hard it's just it's just another example of how wwe is behind the times man like i remember back in the day you know what i'm saying like wcw i I reference wcw a lot smile so forgive me if it sounds boring or whatever but wcw is the perfect example of what's going on now back in the early the 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 mid 90s people would walk into wcw events with wwe shirts ecw shirts eric bischoff and ted turner didn't care all they cared about is if you bought a ticket that's all that matters. Yep. You're going to turn people away and ruin your reputation because somebody's wearing a rival company t-shirt? Grow up. Grow up. And that's the reason why, oh my God, I've been waiting to say this for like 18 years. Do 18 I... years? 2001? There, There's a company. Listen. AEW, 
let me let me take it back first. 2010, Impact Wrestling, formerly known as TNA, they had the stars aligned. They had Hogan, they had the NWO past their prime. I admit that, but they had some guys. They had Jeff Hardy. They had the firepower. They did not have the money. AEW has the firepower. AEW has the money. I'm telling you, the stars are aligning. It's going to be another war. And I don't know if WWE can win it unless they make some changes. They have to make some serious changes. Like, I talked about a lot. Well, yeah. In the um, HBO play, I talked about a lot. I talked about how they're disrespecting some of the women. Like, how they're disrespecting Naomi. And how they don't do enough for their, you know, black athletes. Like, Bobby. Well, sorry. Bob and Naomi and uh, Alicia you know, I def- yeah, I talked about that. I didn't care. I'm just like, if we're gonna talk about it, we're gonna talk about it. I was mad. You went, you went in. I noticed. I, I noticed. would, I went in. I was like, I'm like, oh, we're gonna do this on camera. Okay, I'm gonna drop names. <laughs> like I was mad. Like I wanted to tell him like why you know WWE pisses me off and why I think AEW is gonna go far. So AEW has the five heart. They have the billionaire backing them up. They have all these indie wrestlers that like, they can just put on their roster and WWE same old storylines it's getting old and people are starting to see it like even last night from what I'm heard they only sold about half the arena the other half was covered the seats were covered and that was at 8 o'clock so yeah I'm with you I'm with you so if you can't even sell out like half an arena that's not good it's not good, and you know what? It's it's appropriate considering the product they're putting out. And SmackDown's a decent show, but Smack. Let me tell you something. NXT is the number one show in the industry mm-hmm. as far as WWE is concerned, mm-hmm. and it's a tape. It's a tape show. I mean, you got a tape show that everybody. Now I just made a massive complaint. Like you know that I was livid about the the taped two weeks of or during the holiday season, but NXT has been taped from the beginning, so I really don't have a problem with that. Um. NXT is a tape show. We all can look up the results of NXT before they come out, okay? We knew about Johnny Gargano turning heel three weeks before it happened, okay? But you know what? <laughs> it's still better than live Raw and, and live SmackDown. What does that say about the company? That something's gonna... Mm, maybe something's to change. Something really AEW, AEW may be the best thing to happen to WWE. It light it lit a fire under Vince's ass, like a literal fire. Once he saw all those people trying to, all those people at the uh, the stadium, rally, the rally, I know he's probably upset. And check this out. To your point, I'm piggybacking. Uh, maybe because you've said this in the past, maybe it'll light a fire under him in a different way. Maybe it'll light a fire under him to give up the reins and let somebody else run the show. What I mean by that is maybe Vince at 70 plus years old, God bless him, no disrespect to any elderly person. He's very smart. He's very coherent. He's not over the hill, but he is older. He's This is not 1998. It's 2019. Okay. Maybe it's 70 years old. Grandpa he doesn't have it in him. Huh? I said grandpa is old. Yeah, he's old. Maybe at, at age 70 plus, he's he doesn't have it in him to go to war. But you know what, Vince? You know what? You know what? You have a son and a daughter and a son-in-law that are youthful 
and can go to war, maybe it's time, Vince. Maybe it's time. I think it's time for him to just be like, you know what? Take over. But I don't think he wants to. He just still thinks that he can beat out everybody else. Like, there should... I don't don't think he wants competition because he knows if there's competition, he's going to lose. Like, he he knows how bad it's getting in WWE when people just don't want to go to the show anymore. People are talking about your product. People don't want to watch and how... We've been on the same page all night, but we're not on the same page with, with, with this. We've been on the same page all night, but there's a little difference in opinion I have with you right now. Okay, what's you think You think Vince... You think Vince uh, still thinks that... Vince think there's a problem? Let me tell you something. Vince doesn't... Vince doesn't think there's a problem. That's the problem. Vince... Vince thinks that the letters WWE are the only thing that matter. Meaning, he can put Doink the Clown and Max Mini in a match, the main event match of Monday Night Raw in 2019, and that it'll be fine because it's WWE. That's the problem. The problem is not, let me tell you something. Vince McMahon's issue is not that he's lost creative, the creative genius that made him a household name. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that's given Vince McMahon problems is the fact that Vince McMahon doesn't realize that he has to put in as much work as he did when he became a creative genius. I, think, I don't think Vince McMahon's product in 2019 is bad because he doesn't have the skill to put on a good show. I think Vince McMahon's problem in 2019 is because he thinks he doesn't have to. Very true. Very, very true. Vince very. can hold. Vince thinks he can continue to hold back, but but and you know what? For a long time, he could because as good as the talent is in Impact, they don't have the finances to keep up. As good, borderline great as the talent is in Ring of Honor, they don't have the finances to keep up. As almost better than good, the talent is in New Japan. They don't have the finances to keep up. But what are you going to do, Vince, when AEW starts signing away some of your guys? And I'm not just talking about the guys that you're underutilizing. What happens if John Cena wants to go to AEW? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I know that sounds crazy, but I mean, who's to say they couldn't give him an offer he couldn't refuse? He would never. I'm sorry, but he just would. I don't think so. Okay, well, maybe, yeah, because John, John Cena's a Vince McMahon mark. Okay, so what happens if Roman Reigns gets a deal from... What happens if Roman Reigns gets a phone call? We'll give you $10 million a year to come over. Ha! He's gone. He's gone. And so are his cousins. Like, once, Ro- once Roman goes, the Usos are gone. Uh, who else? So, you know, well, not so Stan. She ain't going nowhere. Exactly. So that's a small part we disagree on. You think Vince... You think Vince uh, just doesn't have it anymore, which in a lot of ways is kind of true. But I don't. I think Vince McMahon doesn't have it because Vince McMahon doesn't think he has to have it. I think he thinks the WWE, the logo, is enough. It's not. This is not the NFL. This is not the NFL. People are not just going to watch because you're the only game in town. You're not the only game in town anymore, Vince. As of May 25th, you are no longer the only game in town. Nope. You are not the only game in town anymore, Vince, and you need to do something before all your fans leave. So, like, a lot of people are already choosing sides. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to stop watching WWE so I can watch AEW. A lot of people are going to watch uh, just AEW, uh, WWE. I don't know about 
AEW because they think it's going to fail. Like, I'm just like, can we just watch both? Like, uh, there's so much wrestling we can watch. There's so much wrestling and not enough time. (laughs) And you know something? It's about damn time because, you know, from about 2000, well, exactly from 2001, March of 2001 to be exact, when WWE purchased WCW and not too long after that, um, or actually before that, ECW uh, was in foreclosure. So in 2001, it was pretty much over. There was nothing else. NWA was a shell of its former self. NWA in 2001 wasn't even as good as NWA is now, and NWA is not that great now. So what I'm trying to say is it was literally the only game in town. From like 2001 until like 2005 or six, when TNA came on the scene and TNA was still in its infancy, this AEW is the biggest threat to WWE's hierarchy since 2001. Think about that, my sister. Think about that. For 19 years, 18 years, WWE has been the only legitimate, as far as finances, that's the reason why they continue to be ahead of the pack, game in town. And now you have a guy who probably has more money than Vince. Well, I I will say that, you know, they're... Hand. I think they're like 50-50. They're both like billionaires. They're both billionaires, but does... Okay, you know what? I take that back. I'm wrong. You're right. But check this out. They're both billionaires, so I'm wrong about that part. They both have the same finances, but does Vince McMahon have the creative minds behind him that Mr. Khan does, like Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks? No, they do not. <laughs> Hell no, they do not. These are the same people that think it's okay for Mandy Rose to show up in a towel in 2019 and try to go after someone's real life husband. Okay, well, I didn't mind her being in the in the in the towel. As a man, I I certainly I mean, let's not go crazy. Like every man likes to see Mandy Rose in a towel, but let's show respect to Naomi too. But it's storyline. Don't go too far. It's storyline. It's still annoying. It's just like really, it's 2019. We're still gonna go with homewrecker. Like really. Come on, you have nothing else, nothing. Well, that's more of a that's more of a a slight for Mandy Rose. Maybe they maybe it's not that they don't have nothing. It's maybe they don't have nothing for Mandy Rose. It's just like it's just like it's just I don't like the way they treat the black people at WWE. Like really, you have nothing for any you know of these what? girls. You know what? Let's get into this. Let's because because damn it, you know what? Okay, I, let's finish up this podcast I, by talking I'm about this. I'm as about my people. You know, I, I love everybody, but I, I, I love my people. That's very clear. I'm a social justice advocate at my school. I'm very, very socially conscious, okay? And you know something? What you're saying right now is is accurate, but I need to understand more vividly where you're going with this. So tell me what you're talking about. Pretty much the way they treat the black people in WWE is just wrong. Number one, you have Naomi and a freaking storyline with Mandy Rose about Mandy trying to get her husband. Number two, you have Alicia pretty much saying that she's crazy, that she, you know, that she has so much talent in her freaking pinky, but because you don't want to even put her in a freaking title pro, you don't want to put her in any kind of storyline like that. Oh, Alicia's crazy. Alicia's crazy. Blah, blah, blah. Alicia has, she's a veteran in this game. She's only had the title once. And that was when she won the Diva. She is the first ever African American Women's Divas Champion. She's only been champion once in her life. You wouldn't even let her have a lengthy one because you fucked her over with it. Mm-hmm. And you never put her in a title ever again. You put her back down to NXT so the NXT people can just use her. Which is, you keep know. Going, keep, keep going. Keep going. 
Then, number one, we haven't had a black champion in six years. We haven't had a WWE black champion in six years. And don't say Roman Reigns, because technically Roman Reigns says he's not black. He's no, Samoan. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say Roman Reigns, because that, that would be silly of me to say Roman Reigns. Keep going. I know, but a lot of Twitter be like, but Roman Reigns is black. No, he's not. He's Samoan. It's a difference. Right. The Rock, the Rock is half black because his father is black. That's not, that's not Roman Reigns, right? Yeah. Exactly. We haven't had a pure WWE black champion in six years. Six years. We haven't had a freaking black WWE champion. Okay. For what reason? I don't freaking know. You have, <coughs> oh, I, I know the New Day, they've been the league champions like for like ever. I don't care about that. That's amazing. But number one, you could give me a big E or like Kofi Kingston a single run. Will you do that? No. Why? I don't freaking know. You rather get the champion? Do you rather get a championship to? Well, I don't know who's the champion right now. Daniel Bryan. Yeah, you rather give it to Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, and have him play hot potato with? Just like here, here, here. I'm champion. I'm champion. You're champion. I'm champion. Mm-hmm. For what? Like, hello. There's so many people we give the championship to. Like we could have Kofi Kingston go after the championship. We could have uh not uh, not Austin Creed because I think he just went to tag champ. You could have one half Big, of. Biggie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Big E. Big E definitely deserves a freaking title shot. God damn it. Like, do I, you, I have some rebuttals for you. Um, is there more? Keep going. Do you not remember that picture? I don't know how long it was ago. That one picture where everybody black was champion. Naomi was a SmackDown Women's champion. Uh, oh, God. What's his name? What's his name? Uh, uh, oh, God. It's on top of my head. And I can't think of it. Oh God, God, God! What is his name? I did, I did, I did. Ah, he lost the company. What is his name? Uh, he was a cruiserweight champion. What is it? Where's Swan? Swan was champion. Okay, New Swan. Day was champion, and uh, I think that was it. Everybody black was champion. Where is that? Where is it now? Nowhere. Oh, okay. Here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Once again, I want to make this very clear. Um, I am a social justice advocate. I am a proud black man. Um, I love my people. Um, I have no angst or animosity against other races, but I love my people. All right. That, let me let me start by saying that. I think you share the same sentiment I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm right. like trying to do two things at once. It, it, it's okay. It's okay. All right. So we share the same sentiment. So no animosity against any other race, but we no. definitely are supporting of our people. Yes. Okay. Um, Bobby Lashley should not be world champion. So that's that's out of there. Kofi Kingston, I'm being. This is me being fair. This is me being a pro black. I love my people, but being honest opinion. Okay. Okay. Bobby Lashley, world champion, absolutely not. Kofi Kingston should be, but I'm thinking only like a one day kind of Rey Mysterio reign because he deserves to have a world title on his resume. But him as a long term champion, no. Um. Naomi, who you feel is being underutilized, was women's champion and won the title at WrestleMania. Um, Alicia Fox has been Divas champion. Okay, that's that's a long time now, but Alicia Fox is limited in her character. Um, her being crazy, she's far from the only crazy person in WWE. Don't don't look at that as being a racial thing. I mean, Nikki Cross is crazy, so you know that's. I don't know. Yeah, I know, but um, the way they they do it, it's just it's. I'm like really like. No, I, I feel you. I feel you. Look, here's the deal. Um, should there be more black world champions? Yes, but being fair and being real and being honest, okay. As much as I would like to see you know more black faces on top of the mountain, 
other than Kofi Kingston, and like I said, I, I would only give it to Kofi as a I appreciate your career, kind of a career achievement award kind of deal, where he'd be champion for maybe a month or maybe even a week or maybe even a day. I just want him having a world title on his resume because he deserves it. But for him to carry the company, I don't know. So what exactly is your complaint? I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But what I'm saying in response is, do we really have somebody African-American right now other than Sasha Banks who we can really hitch our wagon to? I mean, Naomi too, Naomi too. But who we can really hitch our wagon to as a world champion? I mean, once he gets called up, yes. <laughs> once, he, once he get called up, hell okay. yeah. Maybe hell that's, yeah. Maybe that's what's going to happen. I hope that happens too. I hope that happens too. I just want him to put glitter and diamonds all over it. That's all I want. Now, okay, so here we go. Here we go. We have a problem if they call up Velveteen Dream and Velveteen Dream doesn't get a title shot. Yeah, we have a problem. We have definitely that, a problem. That's when we have a problem. That's when we have a problem. But I, I respect where you're coming from. And as somebody who's um, very much in favor of equality and mm-hmm. a love for my people, I, I stand with you on this. But I think you're jumping the gun just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit, sis. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Because the only real legitimate world championship contender in the company that's black, as far as the men's division, is Bobby Lashley. And would you give him the world title? Fuck no. See, Sorry. there you go. There you go. <laughs> but I do see where you're coming from. Oh, no. But I need to get it off that friggin' big blundering idiot that has it right now who literally got paid half a million dollars to walk around the I, ring and then I leave. We need Brock Lesnar. Stop thinking. No, we, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. Ask Twitter right now. Do we need Brock? Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Look, Twitter's going to listen to this. Twitter, do we need Brock Lesnar? Because I've seen a hell of a lot of people say, hell no, we don't need Brock Lesnar. They don't even want to see Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania this year. They said, uh, no. Okay. Okay. The hundred people, which seems a lot, the 100 people, because a hundred seems a lot when you're getting tweeted and mentioned and things, those 100 people are not indicative of the millions who like who are looking looking oh you know all the all the hundreds of thousands of people that was at wrestlemania last year and chanted this is boring and boo whoa 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 whoa. Uh -uh, uh -uh, uh -uh, uh -uh, uh -uh. i was there i was there i heard those people we're not doing that and i'm gonna tell you why we're not doing that because (sighs) you i hope i know you were there i know you were there and i think you have made a big mistake in your interpretation they were chanting it's boring, but they were worried and upset and about to riot because Roman Reigns was supposed to win. Don't get it twisted. The only people who cheered for freaking Brock Lesnar winning was that whole entire front row. Everybody else in the section and above booed. They all booed and walked the hell out. You're being silly, sis. And the reason why you're being silly is because everybody thought there is no... I'm 100% certain on this. You know... I'm a black and white historian, meaning like black and white, looking at things black and white, numbers. That's how I am. You know, you know the fans were revolting because they thought Roman Reigns was going to win. You know this. Yeah, because they didn't want Brock Lesnar. Oh, you're okay. That's, I don't agree with that. Nobody wanted to see, if if everybody wanted to see Roman Reigns lose, then who did they want to see win? 
how have I known? Not any of it now, but now there's a lot of people who don't want to see not neither Brock nor neither Braun win. They just want to get rid of the title as a whole. They're done. <laughs> They're like, fuck that title. That title doesn't even exist anymore. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, you give me, like I told Taylor on my show last week, you give me an alternative and I'll say, okay, but there is no alternative for Brock Lesnar right now. Brock Lesnar's the biggest star you got. For some fucking reason, you don't. You're saying, but you're, you know, see, I'm, and I'm glad our listeners get to hear this because right here on TNT, you're you're contradicting yourself because you're being emotional, and I, and and you're smart. You're really, you're really smart when it comes to this stuff. But you're in this situation, you're being silly and you're contradicting yourself, and there's a reason why because you don't like Brock Lesnar and you don't like he's a part timer. I respect that. But you can't ignore the facts, and you can't ignore what you've previously said. You've already stated for the record, you don't trust Bob. You don't trust Braun Strowman. Roman Reigns is not here right now. So what is the alternative? <sighs> the alternative will probably be <laughs> the alternative if they do it right. And to just make a storyline with since Seth and Dean thing is done and Dean is still holding the title, Seth has nowhere to go. So who does he go at? Well, when the Royals Rumble is over, who does he go after? Okay. The big That's guy, funny. the big guy, Brock Lesnar. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. If they build it right and he loses it to Seth at WrestleMania, no problem. But right now, there's nobody. Unfortunately, you know, look, I love you, sis. You know, I do, but I'm not going to let you get away with that. If you can't trust Braun and you can't trust, um, I, I was, I was actually going to misspeak, but I'll actually say that too. You can't trust Dean as the world champion either right now in 2019, the way they no, built him. I, I, I like him with the icy time. I kind of just like that. that yeah. That's fine. So that's you fine, can't man. trust Seth. You can't trust Seth right now. Okay. You can't trust Finn Balor. Right now, they have hey, to hey, probably hey, re- hey, they have to rebuild hey, Finn Balor. Okay. Hey, 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 hey. What? I-, I can trust him right now. If they gave it to him. I can trust it. I'll you don't think it. you don't think that Finn would need a rebuild if they wanted to put a world title on him? <laughs> no. No. You think mm. Finn can win the title next week? I'd be fine with it. I would cheer my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> you damn right. I would get the hell up and say, finally. <laughs> I'm like, finally, this motherfucker got the title after two years. Finally, I'm like, yes, champion. Then just, then just, if that's the case, then just tell the truth. Tell the people, your loyal TNT fans, just tell them the truth. The truth is, you don't care who wins the title as long as it's not Brock Lesnar. Yep. So put the title on Fandango and you're good. Yep, he can decorate it with Tyler. Oh my god, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> 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 oh, sis, you're the best. I, you're 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 you are as knowledgeable as they come. But when you get emotional, oh my god. God, can you just see Fandango with the goddamn Universal title and him dressing it up in the fashion police? Oh my, uh, he's gonna be like. I'm a dagger, and you'd be like, it's fascist, it's okay for fashion place. Ironically, ironically, the universal title is ugly, so maybe it does need a makeover. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, my God, I could just see it now. Oh, my God, it's going to be blue. Oh, my God, they're going to put a leopard print on it. 
It's gonna be Man, furry. This has, been, this has been an episode for the ages. It's gonna be furry as hell because Tyler yes. breathes likes fur. Oh my god, can they do it, please? Vince? Now you really, now you really want Fandango to win the title. Look Vince, at <laughs> do it! God damn it! Hashtag Fandango for champion. Yes. Well, actually, give it to Tyler Breeze first. Tyler first. <laughs> Tyler first. Tyler Breeze as the champ. Now the universal title thing, like just saying universal title makes me sick anyway. But I'll just rephrase it. So you want Tyler Breeze as the champion of Monday Night Raw? Hell yeah. Oh my God, you're out of your mind. If they don't, you know what? You know what? Look, let's let's yeah. both get our way. Let's both get our way, okay? If you're gonna put the title on any old body because you hate Brock Lesnar, then bring up my guy Adam Cole or bring up Velveteen Dream and let them win it. Adam Cole can't buy, can't come by himself. He just can't. He can't. Well, I want, you want him to come with? I, I don't mind if Undisputed Era comes with him. I'm gonna say if he leaves Undisputed by himself, they're just gonna go in a shithole. I'm sorry. They, no, they all. Should. Oh, you're right. They all they should. Need Adam. They all should come together. They all should come together. But if they come together, yeah, and Adam Cole wins. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I am fine with that. You and know, I'm glad. You brought, I'm glad you brought them them up because I was having. We're not, I'm not going to go off on a long tangent about the undisputed era. Everybody knows I love them, but like, you know, Kyle O'Reilly, more so than Roderick Strong, and more so than Bobby Fish. I think Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong. Oh my God! I just. Stumbled over my words. Not Roger Strong, not Bobby Fitch. Kyle O'Reilly. Besides Adam Cole, which is obvious, don't you think? I think Kyle O'Reilly can survive on his own. He's very good and very charismatic. As long as he had a title to play the air guitar with, I'm fine. Yeah. Air guitar. I, I don't like him. If he comes down with no title, not playing the air guitar, I don't like it and I don't want it. Now, let me ask you one more question. And, okay. and I want you to really think hard about this one. Are the undisputed because I've had to ask myself this question because I'm a little bit of a mark. I admit that I think any wrestling fan is We're all to on. an extent, right? To an yeah. extent, we all have a little bit of mark in us, right? Yeah. So I was I had to ask myself, Smy, and I want you to really bear with me on this one. Do I like the undisputed era, or do I like? The Undisputed Era music. Oof. Think about it. Like, if 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 Ricochet, who I'm I'm not a huge fan of, he's an awesome athlete, but like you know I don't go crazy like some people do, right? If Ricochet came out to the Undisputed Era music, I would like Ricochet. If the 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 one of the big guys, the machine guys, the machine guys at NXT. Um, heavy machinery. Talkie. If heavy machinery. Talkie. Talkie. <laughs> if heavy machinery came out to the undisputed era music, I would like heavy machinery. With so, the oldest walk, again, will oldest be uh, able? Can we do the oldest walk with it? I think so. Yes, oldest walk. I love that. I think so. Walk. Oh, and here's here's another one because you know I can't stand this guy. Uh oh. Because you're gonna laugh. If Cassius Ono <laughs> joined the Undisputed Era, he really has something else to do. <laughs> I would, I would like, because you know what? Listen, sis, and this is for all the people out there too. Think about what I'm saying. I know this sounds really silly, right? Who was really feeling Roderick Strong before he joined the Undisputed Era? Um, I mean, I wasn't cheering for him at the 
at NXT New Orleans, I was not cheering for Roger Strong until he turned. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So let me. So so bring it back because this question is not rhetorical, sis. This question is not rhetorical. I want an answer. Do we like the undisputed era, or do we like the undisputed era music? Well, I like the undisputed era. I actually okay. do. I like them as a okay. whole. T- I'm just waiting for Bobby to finally just turn on all of them and leave. That's okay. what I want. Okay. But I also really like their music. Their music is amazing. And if they got okay. rid of it, I mean, they got rid of it. I don't know how I would feel. <laughs> okay. okay. I mean, okay. Let me ask you one more question. You ready? <clears throat> if Cassius, oh no, I use him for an example because I think he's so bad. I can't stand him. If Cassius Ono came out to, to Undisputed Era Music and said, Cassius Ono, baby! I will look at him sideways. <laughs> I'm like, get your big ass back the next day. What are you doing? <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Listen out. Okay, okay. I, I, I went too far. Sorry. <laughs> I think that's, that's our stopping point for this episode. We've gone way off topic. <laughs> We are gone. And with Yo, that, spy, this was a great show. <laughs> we said about every episode whenever we get off topic. Hashtag Cassius Odo, baby. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm actually gonna go put that on my Twitter right now. Me <laughs> too. Me too. Me too. They're gonna be like, what? <laughs> They're gonna think we're crazy. But you know what? They're gonna do. They're gonna listen to the show, and that's what matters. <laughs> so with that we are both gonna go it's been a long 24 hours for me I, I'm still very exhausted from last night cause I didn't get I didn't even get home until like 12 and had to get up at 9 I'm exhausted I hear that I hear that I, see, so I can't even spell Cassius Ono oh, it's K-I-S-S-I-U-S <laughs> I'm signing on to Twitter right now. I'm doing the same thing. They're going to be like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? I'm like, I love it. Listen to this. That's what you do. That's called marketing. What are you talking about? You want to know what we're talking about? Go listen to the show. Because I'll probably edit this. I'm not doing anything else tonight. No problem. You guys might get a twofer. You'll probably get an episode today because I just posted the, the new episode. It's on the Twitter right now. It's on the Twitter machines. And it's on Podbean. It should be, you know, going everywhere else that it should be going. So, yeah. So, there's that. So, I might post, I might post this tomorrow. Who the hell knows? Shit. There you go. There you go. But, yeah, with that, we're going to go. Sean, where can they find your information at? For the love of God, you can find me right here on the TNT podcast. I'm the freaking co-host, for God's sake. But if you want to find me somewhere else, PublicWrestlingWeekly.com. Post two new shows on a monthly basis. We're on iTunes, Google, Stitcher. We are on the dailysmart.com as well. But once again, be clear. I am the founder. I am the owner. I am the host of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com. But I am very proud to say I'm also the co-host of this wonderful show, TNT. So uh, that's where you can find me. And also you can find us at... Oh, Lord, so many. You can find us at Podbean. You can find us at SoundCloud. We have a YouTube that I am working on, okay? I, I met some people last night. They're subscribed. I'm working on putting out the videos on YouTube. It's just, I have a lot. We have, we're almost at 30 episodes and I only put like at least 17 on, no, I'm only, I only put like five or six episodes on 
YouTube because mm-hmm. I have a lot of episodes I have to put up and yeah, they're so long and I have to do it from MP3 to MP4. So yeah, it's gonna take me a while to actually do that. So you can find us on uh, Apple Podcast, Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. The asterisk sign working on it, and I think it was one more. Oh yeah, uh, Spotify. I meant to say Spotify. Spotify. Uh, Google Play. You can also find the TNT podcast on Instagram at t underscore wrestling underscore podcast. You can find the Twitter. It is TNT podcast 2018. You can find my personal Twitter, which is Smiley Baby Boo. That's Smiley B A B I Boo. And I think that is it. And and my Twitter as well. I forgot to plug my Twitter. Hub underscore wrestling. That's hub with two Bs. H-U-B-B underscore wrestling. And with that, we are both out of here because it's been a long day. And I have another podcast to do. You can also catch me on one more podcast. If I can't remember the name of it, please don't kill me. It's, look, I just met the guy. So You'll yeah. tweet it. You'll tweet it. <laughs> yeah, I'll tweet it. Sorry, the Chris Rucker Show. You can find me on that in the next couple of hours <laughs> talking about AEW like I did in this episode because we all love AEW baby we know we do and you know what else we love Who? Cassius Auto, baby and with that we're gone later <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> thank you for listening to the TNT Wrestling Podcast We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at TNT Podcast 2018 and follow Smiley at Smiley Baby Boo. See you next time.